Good day, and welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and today I am in focus with our world in black and white. The boy who cried wolf. We had to see this coming. The music I'm listening to comes from the great Oscar Peterson. The song is In the Wee Small Hours of the Morning. The Oscar Peterson Trio uh, with Ray Brown and Ed Thigpen. Okay. Um, thank you for listening. Hope you like the podcast. Hope you want to share it and subscribe also. We're listening to now in seven countries and around the world. And to our listeners in France and maybe some in Canada, Germany and all that. But in France and Canada, I can say... Uh, let me see if I can say this. Nous sommes bien. Let's try that again. Nous sommes bien. We're okay. I know it doesn't seem like it, but this is the way it is here. This is the way it's been. We're okay. And for those of us who also, firstly, let me say, I'm not talking about everybody. If this applies to you, in whichever way this applies to you, let it apply. But please, don't take offense to what I say, because it's what I say. But yesterday, in the United States of America, we got another <clears throat> lesson in the essence of white supremacy in this country. The events of yesterday are extremely sad. But they are also extremely hopeful. But we got to stop settling for just what's hopeful. We have to take hope and put a plan to it. Plot it better. Like Killer Mike said, make a strategy out of it. Make it all work. Um, there's no surprises to what's coming out of the 45. We know who he was. And for the 35% or 40% who want to hang on everything he says and want to believe that his hurt is your hurt and his desire is your desire and he wants for you what he wants for himself, stop lying to yourself. The truth matters. The truth really matters. And sadly, those of us who didn't believe it and maybe still don't believe it, but some of us lost their life yesterday due to the lies that have been told for four years worth of yesterdays. It's sad, but it is what it is because it has to be right now for all of us to realize we don't even have to hate on the man just hate what's, what, he, what it stands for what this man has decided he wanted to stand for to stay in power and just as importantly what those who surrounded him wanted to stand for, just to stay in power.
that's what it is. And how could it mean that much to anybody? Um, you know, also, when I'm watching several different news outlets report on what was going on yesterday, and I will say I've watched CNN, MSNBC, and Fox equally, as well as the local channels. I'm right out here in Alexandria, Virginia. So around 8 o'clock last evening, all of our phones went off, and it informed us that we were under curfew. That since 6 o'clock, from 6 o'clock last evening to 6 o'clock this morning, we were to be in our own place and not be in the streets unless it was to go to work or back and forth to home. Never had that before, based on anything but the weather. Well, this was kind of like the weather, too. It, and, um, okay, I, I, watching all these different news outlets, what's grown, grown tiresome to me is for people to repeatedly want to think that we're supposed to see somebody a certain way when they've shown themselves to be who they are the whole time. That we, you know, maybe this will help, you know, quotes like, well, maybe this will help him see to do things, or maybe this is something that will affect, you know, no, it's not. Or maybe he's worried about, maybe this will help make him worry about his legacy so he'll be better. No, stop with that shit. He is who he is, and those around him are who they are too. No excuses needed. And those of us who are in this country have been aware of this and living this life for the last four years. Whether we voted for him or not, he is our president too. And we know. We should have known day one before he got into office what we were getting ourselves into. It ain't about saying I told you so. It's about how we gonna get better, how we going to work this way out of it. Not how some of us are, how all of us are. Um, this democratic republic is a beautiful thing, okay? It can be a beautiful thing. But I will quote Mitt Romney, or I will paraphrase what Mitt Romney said yesterday. We have polls that show that 39% of the population believes that the elections, our presidential election, was illegitimate, wasn't fair. There was cheating involved against 45. Well, Mitt Romney said that 39% might have a different outlook on things, they might not. But if we tell them the truth, if these people, if the people in power who know the truth, tell them the truth, reinforce the truth as much as we reinforce lies, then let's see how the situation is dealt with. We hadn't done that. And because we hadn't done that, people are dead. And not only that, stupid people 
will find themselves in jail. Yeah. Because 45 said, we are going to walk to the Capitol. And we are going to do this. And we are going to do that. But he was never going with you. And some of some of you people still went. And mm, as sad as this is, these were grown-ups. Or they should be grown-ups. If you want to go by age, they should be grown-ups. But they decided to go down there. Whether they knew the laws or not, they knew enough to plan to get themselves to D.C., to plan to do something wild. Because 45 said, we're going to do something wild. So they, they knew enough to do that and get here. But it's an old Three Stooges line. If you know, if you're familiar with the Three Stooges cartoons from years ago. Well, not cartoons. Well, they were real live people, but they're, they're stick comedy. They're slapstick comedy. Mo Howard was the head of the Three Stooges. And Mo Howard used to say this, and he used to tickle me, I remember this. He would tell the other two Stooges, Curly and Shemp, or Curly and Larry. He would tell them, look, I'll lead. And then he would get behind him and push him and say, go ahead. You know, I'll lead, go ahead. That's what 45 did yesterday. Not only him, Rudy, Giuliani, Trump's two sons, his daughter. I believe all of these people spoke at this rally yesterday, building to a fervor their supporters who believe the lies they've been telling. Because it's rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. He's been telling the same lies. This is uh, Egg Thigpen and Ray Brown and Ron Carter. I'm sorry, Ed Thigpen, Ron Carter, and Tony Peroni. The song is Children's Dance. And they got all of these people gathered on the National Mall yesterday to do this children's dance down to the Capitol. And they incited a riot. Now, I'm going to get to this later, but I want to say this right now, too. White people, majority white people uh, inciting violence and committing violence is looked at as a protest. Black people, majority black people doing a protest is looked at as violence. Okay? What we saw this, we saw this. And every responsible news agency put it right in front of your face again. What happens when black people do the same things that this majority group of white people did yesterday? The police don't give them water when black people do this. The police don't help them down the steps. The police don't escort them into the illegal space that they are now occupying. Sacred space in this country. No, police would have a whole different tone if those white people were black people. I'm just saying what it is. And if you don't see that and you don't want to say you see that, then stop listening. Stop. Because this is not, you're not being real with yourself. 
And we have to make the truth matter. Um, sadly, about all of these people going down to the Capitol doing this children's dance, sadly. But forcefully, what has to happen is that they must spend time incarcerated. Everyone you can identify, everyone who is so excited about how many likes they got for showing their picture sitting behind Pelosi's desk or carrying around the, the you know, the, the stanch in which they do their speeches at or taking letters from our office. You're going to spend time in jail if we are who we say we are or if, if we are who we want to be. Let me say that. Not who we say we are because that who we say we are shit doesn't get us anything. You know, we're not a shiny star on a hill. We're people just like everybody else. Okay? We set our own standards, and then it's easy not to live up to them if we're the ones setting them. But the world sees us differently. They do. Or they see us for who we are. And now they're telling us to cut the bullshit. So... This is, again, is the Oscar Peterson trio. The song is called The Smudge from 1965. Um, 45 and all those surrounding him who kept pouring gas on the fire. Senator Holly from Missouri. Ted Cruz, really, from Texas. You... Hey, as a man, uh, there are certain things that I have thresholds and boundaries that you cannot cross privately, more or less publicly. And the things that these men do for a job, for recognition, for supposedly positions of power makes them look so extremely weak. And they can't get off the hook. They cannot be let off the hook. Mitch McConnell finally came out and said something that he knew he could have said two months ago. See, now you got that. That is just, this is why a lot of people can have problems with politicians, some politicians. I'm not labeling everybody, some. Because if you've ever watched boxing and you've seen Don King, before the fight starts, Don King has bets on both fighters, even though he's managing one of them. And if that guy, if Mike Tyson gets knocked out when Don King goes in the ring behind him before the fight starts, I guarantee you Don King is coming out with the flag waving over the guy who knocked Don might not flag over Buster Douglas's head because Buster knocked him out. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey, the flim flam man, Graham. Every now and then, run for your lives. Okay, that's 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 again part of our society life built in white supremacy. Get out of shit free card. You can change your mind the next day. And because there are a lot of people like you who want to use that same lie you're going to use to get out of it, 
they'll give you a pass on it. Lindsey Graham said, enough is enough. 13 days left in the administration. He's my friend. Enough is enough. But they're allowed to do that because people like them. People who look like them want to be able to do the same things to get out of the same shit that this man has gotten himself into or they have gotten themselves into because he's not in it by his, by, by his lonesome. They got themselves into it. Um, so, again, it's not about putting my foot on the throat of the 35% who still believe everything he says. It's me putting a hand down to help you up. I'm trying to help you up. But again, I got a very short, got a very short string here. So I want to talk. And it goes back to, to my story the other day about my world in black and white. The gentleman that was waiting for me outside the, group, outside the convenience store by his truck, who seemed to try to incite me and another black man in this convenience store, and when he didn't get a response, waited for us outside. Now, he didn't get a response from me. I don't know if he got a response from the next man, but my thought today was I wonder if he was one of those people on film down at the Capitol yesterday. Where are we going? Well, I think we're going in the right direction because through all of this, while Mitch McConnell was under the desk yesterday, along with uh, Schumer from New York, they're both hiding under the desk, being escorted, being protected by grown men with guns. Mitch went down there. He was the majority leader. By the time he could get back in that chamber again, he knows And he knew 13 days from now, he was going to be the minority leader. I've got to tell you, that is a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing for this country because nothing bothers me more than someone we elect to represent us who knows to do the right thing. Who not only that, who not only knows to do the right thing, but knows what the right thing is. But chooses to do what he wants and what best serves him and those who pay him. Now, this is not the only one, but he just had the most, he had the most, he had the, he, he had the biggest arena. Okay, let's put it that way. He had the most power, so to speak. Now he's just a senator. He doesn't get to call the shots anymore. And I would be really surprised to see if he finishes out this term. See, he doesn't seem like to me to be the kind of man who likes to play ball if he can't make the rules. And now he doesn't get to make the rules anymore. Today, his wife resigned because she's had enough. This was a bridge too far, what 45 did yesterday. See, that's what I'm hearing a lot of now. Not all of these self-righteous people realize that yesterday was a bridge too far. Oh, in terminology that only us white people can understand. Nah. And again, y'all, understand, please, I'm not trying to talk about people I don't know. I'm trying to talk about people I see in power. 
I'm not labeling every person to be the same and by no means at all. But you can be a white person and say white people too. Okay. Um, yeah, I want, I want to say something else too. Law and order. Right? The double standard that was put in front of us all yesterday about law and order. Well, I want to give you three words. And I want to give you to read out the definitions for these three words. They all apply to what happened 20 minutes from where I live yesterday in the nation's capital. Uh, the first one is insurrection. An act or instance of, of rising or revolt, rebellion, or resistance against a civil authority or an established government. What happened yesterday was pure and simple an insurrection, incited by the President of the United States. Second word, sedition. Conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state. This is what also what happened yesterday. Now, this is the other word I'm going to give you is what needs to happen today and for the days to come. Prosecution. The institution and conducting of legal proceedings against someone in respect of a criminal charge. Everyone who can be identified and including those who we already know need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law for crimes against the country. Federal crimes. Um, I heard someone at the riot yesterday in some of the many minutes of video you can get. That's the other thing. The, the fact that we're not so, we're not so, we're more excited about people we know seeing us break the law than realizing the fact that you're breaking the law. Or maybe if you do realize that, don't think about the fact that you'll end up in a jail cell because of lies you believed from somebody you don't know. And many of these somebodies are going to use their privilege. See, even if you're white, and they're white. They got more privilege than you do. And they're going to use that, their privilege to stay out of that jail cell that you are going to be in. I'm sorry for your loss. But you decided to put yourself in that situation. I saw a video, I mean a picture from yesterday where there was a whole bunch of people in this room, one room, in, in, I'm sorry, in the uh, House of Congress, in the House of Representatives room. I saw a gentleman stand up on a chair, and he was black. And everybody around him was faced the other way, not consciously, but it just looked like that. The only face you could see was this black man's face, and he was legible to the camera. How many of us think he's going to escape prosecution? And, yeah, 
it's true. It's sad, but it's true. We're glad the country survived. We're glad that they all came back in last night. And most of the senators who knew their objections were bullshit to start with decided to not object. More than half of them decided not to. Half of them still did. But more than half decided not to. Even when they know these things are going nowhere. They decided not to. And, and we did certify the new president and the new vice president, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And I heard Biden's in his little speech today. He pointed out the fact, too, the difference between how the rioters were treated yesterday and how the Black Lives Matter protesters were treated last summer. And to hear this mention from the man who's going to hold the highest office in the land sounds good. But I got to tell you, y'all, she didn't call me back. Okay? It makes me think about when I was a young guy and I'm trying to talk to this girl and I really like her. And she tells me she's going to call me, but she never called me back. Biden is saying all the right things. And I believe he'll do the right things when he does them. In the meantime, let's pick up. Georgia is Democratic. Let's move forward. Let's keep talking things through. Talk to me. This is the Talk It Out podcast. Our world in black and white. Have a good day, everybody.